you do not have enough Bitcoin, at least that's according to ARK Invest. If you have less than 20% of your cash or your portfolio, I should say, in Bitcoin, you got up those numbers, son. Interesting. I want to dive into that. We also have a lot of different altcoin news to look at. Big things happening right across the altcoin space. And of course, answering your questions as always. So stick around to the second half of this conversation for the Q&A session. Always one of the best damn times of these chats. Let's get into it. So take a quick look at the charts here. What do we got going on? Consolidation. Consolidation generally is what's going on. We did have a nice little bounce here off the 50-day EMA yesterday. That's nice. I dig it. Love to see the 50-day EMA continue to hold a support. Now, technically, that's a bit of a bullish move. You have an initial breakout, come back down, retest that EMA as support bouncing higher. Hey, we'll see. We'll see what happens here, okay? But that's nice to see. Look, expect volatility to continue as we see different things continuing to play out. We have different bankruptcies that are getting crypto soon and could dump that in the market. We still have the Mt. Gox stuff. We still have the Silk Road stuff. We still have Grayscale FUD. We still have all the macro insanity, banks and rate cuts and war and all that stuff. And hey, maybe we just keep going up. <laughs> maybe screw all the FUD. Screw all the noise, man. Just pump it. Pump it up. Mm, we shall see. We shall see. Now, I'm very excited about the markets recently we're, we're at such a crazy time in the markets bitcoin having coming up eip 4844 for ethereum coming up so much happening across the entire crypto space right now all these airdrops happening how can you not be bullish on crypto i know short term lots of noise lots of volatility lots of craziness we know this is crypto man if you get too caught up in the day-to-day -day noise the four hour charts the one minute charts the one day charts even look at those weekly charts look at those monthly charts that's where the real juice starts happening anyway Nice to see on the daily charts anywhere. A bit of noise, obviously, but uh, hey, nice little bounce on the 50-day AMA for now. ARK Invest annual research report coming out saying, hey, you are not bullish enough. In ARK Invest annual research report suggesting institutional portfolios aiming for maximized risk-adjusted returns should allocate 19.4% to Bitcoin in 2023. Yes. Yes. This is the message that institutions need to be hearing. I dig it. Come on. Come on, ARK. I love it. I love it. ARK Invest, of course, massively bullish long-term on crypto. These guys have been pushing crypto for a while. ARK Invest has been big into Bitcoin, big into Coinbase. Innovation, right? That's the whole point of ARK Invest, innovation. Anyway, pretty cool to see. Now, will any funds actually go for 19.4% of allocated funds? I have my suspicions. Probably not. Maybe a couple will. But it's an interesting thought, isn't it? 20% of your portfolio in crypto. Now, we've run the numbers before. Okay, we've run the numbers multiple times before. And if you had even 1%, so if you took a 60-40 portfolio, which is 60% bonds, 40% stocks, index funds, and you just took 59% bonds and 40% index funds and just 1% in Bitcoin, you dramatically outperform everybody consistently. Only in that fourth year, in the red year, do you underperform. But the outperformance of the previous years is so big and so strong that it doesn't even matter. The words are getting out. People are starting to figure out what's going on. Can't keep this secret secret for much longer, I guess, when it comes to crypto and people 
allocating money into this industry. Of course, we're continuing to see the inflows into the Bitcoin ETFs. So more on that momentarily. I wanted to share this idea here from Chris Berniski. He said, been a solid run of many months for crypto, which leads uh, people on social media, CT here in particular, crypto Twitter, crypto X now, we call it X now, Chris. Anyway, to expect more of the same. He said, I misplaced my crystal ball, but down to consolidation still looks like the most likely path to me. Scream as we may against that reality. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. Look. Consolidation happens. It's pretty normal. We've had a massive, massive run. As we were talking on the stream yesterday, we've had five green monthly candles. It's pretty crazy for Bitcoin. Kind of do for a red one. And that doesn't mean we have to go like way, way down. It just means you might not have very much price action. Imagine if Max Payne, probably for most of the markets, if Bitcoin just goes sideways for the entire month of February, doesn't pump, doesn't dump. All the 32 Kers waiting, waiting, waiting to buy, don't get fulfilled. And all the guys trying to long and go up to 50K, they don't get fulfilled either. What if we just go sideways? It's always a possibility. As we continue to see all these different things working themselves out in the market, okay? Anyway, just a thought for you. CryptoCon sharing a great chart here. Let me get myself off the screen so you can see all the glory of that. So just like other cycles, Bitcoin mid-top is made around the 0.618 Fibonacci retrace of 48K as we discussed at great length for the last like 18 months. That was a very... Uh, important area to be watching as we'd seen in previous cycles. That's kind of where we came up to. About 30% below the previous all-time high, which lines up with 0.618 Fib line. Now, CryptoCon says, what's next on Fibonacci? Well, every mid-top has then at least corrected to the orange. That's 0.382 line. Now, that gives us right now around a $35,500 price range. That as well, very important, that as well, very, very important, lines up with the bull market support bands, which is pretty fascinating, right? So we'll see how that goes. But I, again, just interesting charts I want to share with you. I'd like to give you guys as much information as possible so you can make the best decisions for yourself possible. Bitcoin continuing to exit from grayscale, but it has slowed down significantly. So grayscale transferring just a little under 3,000 Bitcoin worth 123 million over to Coinbase. A lot less than it was last week. Half billion was the norm last week. Now we're down to 120 million. The bleeding is slowing. You can see here, chart shared by James Seifert, the ETF analyst over Bloomberg, looking at total trading. He said total trading today was kind of a dud at 924 million. First day below a billion in dollar volume for the group since launch. Although BlackRock doing 300 million compared to Grayscale's 290 million. So just BlackRock is outpacing Grayscale. Then, of course, Fidelity, 170 million, ARC, 74 million, Bitwise, 30 million, and down on through the rest of them. Pretty interesting, right? Pretty interesting. We're still seeing very strong demand moves in the positive direction of Bitcoin ETFs. So even if we're only adding thousands of Bitcoin a day to these ETF products, if we can keep thousands of Bitcoin a day being added to ETFs for the rest of the year, the implications are insane. Now, before we get into some of the altcoin news, just a quick note, of course, if you're not yet signed to the Wealth Master newsletter, you got to get it checked out. Best damn newsletter in crypto. And I know I keep saying that, but I say it because it's true. And I know it's my newsletter. I'm kind of biased, but it really is awesome. Anyway, look, we made this newsletter to help you in the market. 
every issue is full of money making alpha. We talk about airdrops. We talk about altcoin alpha, like actual market moving news for altcoins. The latest news, of course, just in crypto. So you can keep your finger on the pulse of everything that is going on in the markets. We have DeFi tutorials, technical analysis, and much more. You can sign up for free and join our 100,000 weekly readers. Click on the link down below. Thank you very much. Okay, so let's dive into some of the altcoin news. Now, that's an interesting one. That's an interesting one right here. So CoinShares is now passing along staking rewards to investors in Europe-listed Ethereum ETP products. This is what we really want to see when ETFs hit U.S. markets for Ethereum. And they will. They will. Okay, hear me now. Quote me later if you want, but they will. They'll hit U.S. markets probably by May 23rd, which is the next deadline, because even as people at the SEC are saying, well, we don't really have any reason to deny it. Our best case, our, our best case scenario be of, okay, we're going to fight it at the court again and lose again and be forced to do it. So why don't we just do it? Because everything that's happened in the courts already says, basically, we need to approve this. If an ETF was good enough for Bitcoin, it's good enough for Ethereum. Anyway, I have my suspicion that a lot of those ETF products will probably come without staking rewards to start with, although they may. And that becomes a very interesting value proposition for these ETF products because suddenly you're getting a crypto ETF that pays real dividends. 3%, 4%, whatever it's going to be. That's attractive. I mean, you think about, okay, let's say you're getting 35 to 4% on your Ethereum ETF. That's better than most stocks. I mean, Amazon, is it Amazon or Apple? Apple, Apple pays like 0.5% or something like that. Uh, yeah, not much. A lot of major tech stocks pay less than a percent or 1% or 1.5%. Intel, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think it was like 1.5% or something like that. So if you have what is basically going to be a mega tech stock by the Ethereum ETF paying out a handsome dividend, it's going to be attractive. You can't tell me it's not going to be attractive to people because if you want to get exposure to everything happening in crypto, you want to get exposure to... Ethereum layer 2s, stablecoins, gaming, NFTs, DeFi. Just buy Ethereum, hold Ethereum. ETFs. Interesting. Hey, by the way, I like this. This is a bit of a hopium for my Arbitrum bags here I want to share with you. Uh, Hunter says the Arbitrum stack is starting to experience a renaissance moment in Ethereum scaling. 20-plus orbit chains publicly in development, 50-plus in stealth. That's very interesting. So this is the layer on top of Arbitrum. I know, I know, layer 3, but it's here. Currently, 250 millisecond block time, complete on-chain governance, full technical flexibility. Coming up, we have Stylus, major upgrade coming to Arbitrum. So devs allow dev code and solidity rust c sharp all this stuff we have permissionless validation uh, cross-chain interoperability all kinds of exciting things and of course ethereum staking or sorry arbitrum staking looking at a comment here yes arbitrum staking coming up pretty soon too which could bring a whole new life into the arbitrum ecosystem i say this because my arbitrum bags have been slow burning man holy cow Come on, Arbitrum devs. Let's, let's get this bad boy pumping. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. $10. $10. That needs a new pair of shoes. Arbitrum, it's crazy because the token so far doesn't capture any value. It's just governance token. And I don't care about governing the Arbitrum platform no more than you probably do. 
I guess if you really want to go govern the govern the Arbitrum platform, you're a nerd. I, I got I got breaking news for you, man. You, you probably already knew this, but you're a nerd. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> can't our magic internet money just go up in price? Hopefully, staking and stylus and EIP four eight four four, which is going the Ethereum upgrade that's designed to ten to one hundred x reduce the fees for layer twos on Ethereum, is going to have a big impact for Arbitrum, which is already the by and away leader. By the way, when it comes to layer two space, when you look at all basically every metric, you find Arbitrum at the top. Obviously, lots of new new players coming. We have Starknet coming. We have zk sync. Zk sync, I think, is going to be like the big. The big daddy. I don't know what it is with optimism, man. Why can't optimism just like, I, I, I don't know. Anyway, I feel like ZK Sync has really got a lot of potential as a major competitor here for um, Arbitrum. Starknet's going to be massive. Scroll has big potential. Linea, I mean, ugh, the layer two space is getting so crowded. It's so crazy. That also makes me worry slightly about my Arbitrum bags. Because when you start seeing all these other layer twos coming out, Market starts getting a bit diluted. Can I just get five dollars? I'll take five dollars from our return bags. I know I just said ten. I'm gonna take five. <laughs> How about three, two? Can we get two now? Okay. But seriously, Arbitrum is a, um, a very strong blockchain, and I think that it does have potential when we start seeing staking come in. So I've long said actually five dollars would be a nice price target, but as we go through the market cycle, ten dollars is probably gonna come, even if it still doesn't capture value. Remember, Uniswap got up to twenty some bucks or whatever last cycle, and it captured no value at all. Just like the Arbitrum token does now. Anyway, big things coming for Arbitrum. Hey, here's some big news for Polkadot fans. USDC deposits and withdrawal from Binance direct to Polkadot Asset Hub are now live. 150 million users can now directly bring stable coins, aka liquidity, to Polkadot. Yes. Great. About damn time, man. About damn time. We need more of that. Don't fade Polkadot. There's a reason I didn't sell my Polkadot bags when they got unlocked from the parachains. And to be clear, I had been thinking about it. I really had been because I wasn't seeing that much happening. But then, of course, they started talking about, okay, Polkadot 2.0 is coming. And they start, you know, as the market started to turn, then, well, you know, crap. I guess I need to hold this thing and it's probably going to back up to 50 bucks or something. And then I'll sell, okay? But yeah, nice to see. This will bring liquidity on chain which is good. Ripple hack. Well, not Ripple. Chris Larson. He got uh, hacked for $112 million, which, you know, that's a lot of money, but don't feel too bad for Chris because he's probably cashed out billions of dollars, at least hundreds of millions of dollars worth of XRP over the years. So I guess very small fiddle playing somewhere, a little, little piano playing a sad song for Chris, but still a bit of a bit of an odd story. Man, it just it just reminds you People who've been in this industry for a very, very long time still get whacked. They still get hit, man. They still get they still get uh, these hacks happen, and it's crazy. $112 million loss. I mean, I even though he's got a lot of money, I cannot imagine that you just wake up and like, huh, lost $112 million today. You got you've got to have a moment, even if you have a billion dollars. You just gotta have a moment, and look at that and go, well, crap. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Uh, crazy stuff. Hey, Starknet, speaking of layer, Ethereum layer two stuff, Starknet collaborating with Celestia on data availability for its layer three ecosystem. Come on, man. We're barely getting layer twos off the ground. Do we really need layer three yet? Yes, we do, apparently. So exactly what we're doing. It's going to get even crazier. If you think it's crazy now, you ain't seen nothing yet. We're going to have 
50 Ethereum layer twos, and they're going to have hundreds of layer three projects built on top. And we're going to have two dozen at least new blockchains, layer ones competing with Solana and Sui and Say and whatever. And they're all going to have hundreds of projects built on top of them. There is only so much liquidity in the universe to actually make any of this stuff valuable in the long run. There will be winners and there will be a lot of losers. I don't know who the losers are going to be yet. It's a great question. Which layer twos are actually going to survive? They'll all kind of survive, but most of them will just limp along as zombies for years and years to come. Only a few will really, truly capture market share. My guess is that probably the top three to five layer twos on Ethereum are going to capture 90% plus of total market share. Everything else will just be fighting for the scraps. That's my guess. Because people end up gravitating towards what's big, what's known, what's popular. It's just how it works. It'll be the same for a lot of the new layer one blockchains. There'll be a few of them that have a nice kickoff at some point. Most of them will struggle. They'll get price action during the bull run because that's what happens. You don't need adoption for price action. You just need narrative. You need hype. You need people to be excited about it. But they may not survive the next bear market, a lot of these, okay? Just FYI. And hey, hey, by the way, apparently, apparently, Andrew Tate, this is pretty funny, back in, back in the bear market, I do not endorse shit coins. I'm not a scammer like every other influencer. I don't need to rob my fans. I do not have anything to do with any crypto. Fast forward. Hey, if I launch a coin today with uh, 100 million of my own money and I never sell, then I'll let university.com members get in early at a discount. And then because I'm the most famous man alive, I'll promote it everywhere, let you all make money. You just have to call me Top G. The G stands for crypto. <laughs> Every single time you tweet at me. Uh, so I guess Andrew Tate is launching a fan coin. Why not? Why not? Look, it's everybody says a lot of stuff in the bear market, okay? Can't hold that against him. And if he really does never sell, then, hey, I guess there's something going there too. But look, you'll see a lot of people uh, launching this kind of stuff. Actually, it's funny. You know, Andrew Tate's rise has been interesting, but he was pretty big on crypto back in the day. He was early on like Solana and Pancake Swap and stuff like that before he got like super mega uber famous with his uh, big affiliate program that started posting like nonstop TikToks of him saying controversial stuff everywhere. But he was he was right there in the, in the trenches, man. He was right there in the trenches buying Pancake Swap and all the rest of the stuff back in the day. So... Anyway, we'll see. I guess Tate coins coming. And as much as it pains me to say, probably going to be popular. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to buy it, but you got to realize it's probably going to be really popular. It's like the ultimate meme coin. One of the most memeable, famous people on the internet is going to launch their own meme coin, essentially. Probably going to pump. Anyway, just a thought. Obviously, not financial advice. It's not what we do here. We just share. What's going on in the markets? Give my opinions on it. Would you buy Andrew Tate coin? Let me know in the comment section.